And now I'm afraid of thunderstorms. Oh, man. Oh. Those are scary. Why are you afraid of thunderstorms? I just am. So I, had to tell you, I was on Peely, and I had no cell phone service. So I had four flight up, and I'm trying to get back to um, Port Clinton from Peely, which is only 20 miles, like southwest, south-southwest. And it's right through the center of the Lake Erie Islands, though, at 20 miles. Well, re- yeah, really it is. I mean, you're splitting Putin Bay and Kelly's Island almost exactly if you go right on course. But there's just a bunch of weather coming through, and weather out of the south is just tracking right over top of Port Clinton, like right on the flight line. And I have I text Jeff because I saw him on Friday. I'm like, hey, you flying today? He's like, no, I'm off. But he's like, he, so he's because I can't populate a radar image. I can just look at the, the clouds and the Griffin Flying Service isn't flying. So I'm like, okay, they, and they have weather they can watch. That's so I'm like, usually not a good sign. Usually not a good sign. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, you guys aren't flying, right? So like, I'm. It's. There's just I don't have enough information. They're not flying, so it must be bad. I can populate an image, but no movement. So I text him because I saw him on Friday when we were yeah. just showed up, and so I thought he may be flying, but he wasn't. But he sent me a screenshot of what the radar looked like with no no movement, of course. But it was just it was better than what I had, and it's just when you it's just when you get out of it and you don't have a capable airplane. Like you're just my, I'm putting my family in this thing. I don't have the capabilities I'm used to having. You just think about things different. And so we went back to the house and came back and went back to the house and came back. And it was, it was a goat rope for sure. This was but, the flight back after you had the fuel switch thing. Well, it was a couple of flights after oh, that okay. actually, but yeah, right, right. Yeah. I mean, it's just uh, the GA stuff, man. It's just like, I'm just, I'm out of. I'm not on my game anymore. Yeah. I've gotten lazy. My skills have atrophied. My, I mean, I have a different set of skills that are maybe a little bit more, you know, bolstered than they were. Uh, well, by a lot. But then I have other skills that are just totally worthless. So that's yeah. where we're at. Your power failure on takeoff clip. It's doing fairly well on YouTube after I posted a couple of days ago. Well, that's People good to seem know. to be very receptive to it and interested in it. I wish I knew what I said, but yeah, it was it was it was an interesting moment. Yeah, oh, I thought it was a fantastic I'm story, glad. fantastic learning experience. I don't remember it because I was probably drinking just like I am now, and I won't remember this either. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Um, yeah, that I can wrap that up for some sort of episode. I'm just gonna go the chit chat. Yeah, I can break that up into two. I think. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. Okay. Roll with it. Um, Go arounds are illegal. Uh, they're talking about a lot of a lot of Catalina talk. Is that yeah? Live Catalina AT- wine mixers or someone had live ATC. That's a another good one to listen live to. ATC is a good one. When I was flying the airlines and I saw it at a Chicago uh, Chicago hair trip on my schedule, I listened to live ATC to see what people were doing. So and that's what. Really another me. thing is. Um, depending on how deep you get into your simulator. So on my sim, I had that, I want to say it was VAT sim at the time, where I was working with my, working on my double CFI. So on VAT, on a VAT sim, what they would do is, there was people that were pretending they were ATC, or I don't want to say pretending, but that's what they wanted to do. So some people on the, on the sims, if you were online, wanted to fly a plane or whatever. And so it was very easy if you wanted to get New York and there was someone who would act like they were New York center or they were, um, 
JFK or something like that. And they would give you like headings or whatever. And it's like you were actually talking to an ATC person. I were they off duty ATC? They could have been. Could have been. Could have been any. I, I doubt don't. it. I, who, no. What ATC controllers like? Man, I'm off work. Yeah, but you know what, what I want to do? What, off, wanna, what, what off duty pilot is doing that? I'm gonna. I'm gonna walk. Not this that's one. Exactly. No, I'm what? gonna. I'm gonna walk into. Well, anyway, you know, I'm gonna fire up flight sim <laughs> and I'm gonna do my job for free on my days off. So anyway, I don't know. Um, maybe were they good? They, they were good, but I ended up with a Toledo guy. The guy that was working Toledo Tower, and that's where I had to fly into for my double CFI. Hold on. He was a Toledo Tower controller? No, he was acting like he was. Oh, okay. For, so when you get online, it would show, okay, and this this tower's open or whatever, and this person was acting like you very rarely got like Cleveland Center or or uh, Hopkins. But for some reason this day, there was a guy acting like he was Toledo approach. And so I was able to work with this guy. So, I mean, that's that's a little bit more than like we were talking lease communication or live ATC or whatever. But so, yeah, there's stuff on there that you could do, too. But, yeah, there was one. I, plain English was another one that you could do. And it would give you like um, a call and you would call back. And if you got it correct, it would move you on to the next the next thing. It I'll was have an to app check on, that out. App I've on never heard of that. Yeah. Plain, plain English. I'll have to download it and play the word around. Pl- like plane as an airplane, not just you know. Oh, plane. I get it. Oh, yeah, I see what you did there. Yeah. Okay, well, that's good. I appreciate a good marketing thing. You For know sure. Are a, of, are a lot of ATCs pilots? Like, do they have private they, pilots? What do you think the percentage is actually? There's, I think there's a big percentage. But what's a big percentage? Is that thirty percent? No, most are not pilots. I would say thirty percent. But there is a chunk that are. Oh, yeah, there's some that are, yeah, diehard. Yeah. We only had something like Google or something. I wonder if that would have it. <laughs> Do it up. All right. I'm gonna Your look it droid up. is already like ready to go. Oh, there we go. iPhone guy. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Let me tilt the mics up so you guys can stand. No, I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Yep, so we were pretty relaxed now, so it's like, this is just the after chat. We're going to read some chats here. Check, check, check. Oh, we got so, well, Yeah. is the episode over? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. Cut it. Okay. It's probably fine. There's so many things, guys. It's so hard to follow. I know it's not moving much for you, but like for me, I'm like, I can't even track the conversation we have going in here, let alone what's going on yeah, in here. Yeah, yeah. So. Okay. Runway's a gradient. We were there. Um, I did look at that. So it's that airport he's talking about is like 340 feet at one end. Follow this. 340 feet MSL at one end and like 110 feet at the other end. There's a 200-foot gradient from one end to the other. Nice. That, that Burnsville you're talking yeah. about. There was like a Citation Mustang in the Twitter video that was taken off from it. Well, it can totally do it. I was at a, an airport that was significant. It would... Um, so I found out even with the tailwind up to a certain amount, we it was almost up to like 15 knots. It was always beneficial for us. It was such a gradient for us. We always need to just take to take off one runway. I would just it was in uh Virginia somewhere. I can't even remember. But um it was crazy. Like when I came in there to land and we landed uphill, it was like crazy. I'm like we need to take off that way. There's no way wind. And then I ran the numbers with up to more wind than what it was actually forecasted. But I wanted to see what the threshold was before it said, okay, it's better for you to take off uphill than downhill. And it was like 15 or 17 knots or something like that. Huh. It's crazy. 
It was such a gradient. And that's similar to what you're talking. Now, that was a short runway. This is a decently long runway. But the video I saw, they were going, the jet was taking off down downhill. So, I guess the point I'm trying to make is typically, if you have a gradient like that, it is better to take off downhill. Look at the numbers at the time, temperature, all those good things, but in a, in a jet. But um, if you have a gradient significant, definitely think about, don't just think about headwind, which is typically what we do with 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 most airports we're going to. Headwind is huge because we can take off only with a maximum, like in the airplane I fly, it's a maximum of 10 knots tailwind. That's a limitation because they, did, they didn't test the airplane beyond that. It's not that it can't do it. So they didn't test the airplane beyond that. It and can it, probably do it. it. It can absolutely do it. And of course, if the, the runway is a huge gradient, like it doesn't make sense to go uphill with only a two knot headwind. It's just, it's just dumb. But um, run the numbers is the bottom line. Think about gradient, not just headwind. So if you want to be a VAT sim controller, there's five levels. Oh, wow. Yeah. Serious okay. stuff there. What's level one? Level one is tower training, the first rating, which allows you to get started on some aerodrome position. So VATSIM must be out of Lake Europe. Then you get all the way up to senior controller, a C3. Wow. Yeah. What are the, what are the Some spaces stuff. in between? We should get Scott to like try to do something. Well, what's the point? This is, what this is this? This is to allow you to play air traffic controller on a, what is it, simulator? Yeah, on a sim. So I think. How do you get vetted? Like, how does that... They got people. Okay. You this get a global a, rate. It's a global rating. This is a thing. Yeah. I never knew this was a thing. Wow. It is. Wow. Okay. Um, but but uh, Turbo Buick, he's saying um, they should make ATC people have like five hours on a GA plane. I feel like that'd be helpful. I also it's, feel like it'd be helpful if every pilot did like a tower tour. And like watched him for a little bit too. That goes, both, goes ways. both ways. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I believe that's called Operation Rain Check. I think you can look that up in the AIM. Yeah. Oh, you talk about getting on the tower. What? Yep. Yeah, but that's so hard to get on there. A lot they those spots fill up like as soon as they post it. So it's where they take you into like uh, Cleveland Center, and you get to see the inner workings. Okay. It seems like it's super easy to me. No, it's called rain. I, I used to be. I mean, I remember trying to sign up one time for it. And it was, it was almost impossible. Like every time it would post, it would be filled up like a matter of minutes. Maybe now it's not that big of a deal. I don't know. I, maybe there's different ways to like go for a tower tour or something like that. Yeah. I, I maybe operational rain check is maybe not the best. Uh, yeah, rain check medium. was just for anybody that. Yeah. Yeah. Except yeah, I I think. Yeah. When I, I was in banner tow training. I think if you just said my name's Griffin, the whole I think class that opens all kinds of doors for you in the world. <laughs> the whole crew class thing, whatever you want to call it, went out drinking the night before, so we were like a bit hungover the next day. So we didn't fly safety first. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So we, we eight hours by we the of, and we applaud you for that. We got a bunch of donuts and we took them up. We just kind of just drove to the tower, and just knocked on the door, and <laughs> we have donuts. <laughs> Let us up. We just kind of hung out in the tower. I love it. I love everything <laughs> well, about there you it. Go. There's your answer. I just donuts. Yeah, Operation Rain Check. We're like Operation, Operation Dunkin' Donuts. Operation donuts. donuts. 
But it's the interface for us to understand. Jeff's point is perfect. For us to understand their side of things and for them to understand our side of things could not be. I mean, I think it's great. Um, all the controllers, all the controls that I know personally, none of them have private pilot certificates. I know different um, universities that do the air traffic control courses. It can help. It shaves a lot of credits off if you do them. I mean, so I mean that's super cool. If you, if you ha- have your private or have a recreational pilot certificate, can't have a light sport. At least last I knew. But any of the certified pilots, recreational being the base level, um, it shaves a lot, a lot of, of currents. Have that. So when I was yeah. partnered in a one eighty, not a recreational. One of the partners but... was uh, he worked for Center in Cleveland. Okay. Yeah, and he was a pilot. Yeah, so. I know it exists. I don't. I don't yeah. think it's fifty percent, though. Yeah, I don't think maybe it's not as high as I thought it was. Well, I mean, maybe I think, it is. I think, no, at one time I thought you had to be a pilot to be ATC, and then I think they dropped that requirement. Oh, I'm gonna look. Yeah, Google. Look it up. Look, it up. look it up. I don't. I don't know that that was ever a requirement. Um, I know it helps for college courses. It counts as a bunch of your credits. So I think those incoming, you know. Um, whatever, college kids, college students, they're thinking, okay, I can get my pilot certificate and then it also shaves off for my ATC, which is where I'm probably going to make more money and have a pension and stuff. Yeah. Let's offer that for scuba diving too. Some colleges in Florida will accept a PADI certificate as like a college credit. So if I came to you and said I, my goal was to be a crop duster? Uh-huh. Would your first lesson be different? Oh, see, when we say want to be a professional pilot, we're always thinking, oh, airlines or corporate or something. What if somebody's like... I'd treat it the same. I want to go... As professional or fun? It went professional. I am so... For the private pilot certificate, I would treat it differently now just as I've progressed myself, but I would treat it very much so stick and rudder oriented where I'm not so much like all oh, the finite things of regulations and airspace. I'd be more like just nuts and bolts fly this airplane. I will teach you barely what you need to know to pass the check ride <laughs> to pass the oral, which I mean in, in if the student is, able to digest and we have the 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 bandwidth if you will to put stuff in there fine but like you have to read the person I'm not saying you're not it's very very general putting 10 pounds of shit in a five pound bag like you have to look at at the audience what they when at what point do they become despondent in a given lesson. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, I got to try and feed this in at some point. You know, I got to cover these regs for you to pass this check ride so you can have a competent conversation when you take your check ride. That, that, uh, that becomes, that becomes difficult and it becomes sometimes for people who want to seek something like that. I, I just want to crop dust. I just want a banner toe, or I just want to fly the islands. Um, yeah, that's what that was, Jeff. 
And I'm not saying that, but it, it, obviously you have a different tactic and you're going to teach them the bare minimum for airspace. Now he went on and got his CFI, got his double I. He didn't just, he could have stopped at his commercial, but he didn't. He went beyond that. So like, I know he gained some from that airspace wise and, you know, he got a little airspace with um, his instrument. Um, but yeah, I would s- focus very much so manhandle this airplane get it to do what you want it to do stick and rudder uh tailwheel stuff seaplane stuff all that stuff will help get that get you in tune with the airplane be part of like wear it instead of you know fly in it type thing i got those crop dusting on pilotground.com yeah he always he's always posting talking about some cool stuff yeah and it yeah and I, i i don't know that if i had a somebody if I had somebody who wanted to be airline pilot versus crop duster initially, I don't think I'd much I'd make that much distinction. I if I'm gonna go put my family in the back of an airliner with you flying, I want you to have the same sticker nerd skills as somebody who's crop dusting. That's why I would look at it. Makes sense. Maybe it does. I don't know. Stick and rudder. Stick and rudder. That's the shit that saves lives. That's the shit that saves lives. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Landon on the Hudson. We're all about saving lives here. That's not knowing FARs. That's not knowing Sully. shit. That's understanding energy management and stick and rudder skills. That's it. In my opinion. Yeah, that engine failure, 100 feet off the ground. FARs don't matter at that point. No. Got to have that stick and rudder skill. Yep. Bank that airplane over on joint. Cross runway. Yeah. Like you said you would have land. Whatever had that happened. Whatever you need to do, do go as drastic as you need to and preserve the energy so that when you get down to basically getting close to hitting the ground, you can at least arrest the descent and not kill everybody. Obviously there's some scenarios where that isn't possible at all, but the best chance I think is putting that uh stick and order skill from day one. Oh yeah. Power off 180s, be comfortable cranking that over 60 degrees of bank at 30 feet. I think that those are important things. There's that classic book, Stick and Rudder, you've always been a fan of. I have yes. not read it yet. Oh, man. You're not borrowing mine. It's a no. 1947 copy. <laughs> it's in a Ziploc bag in my fireproof safe. <laughs> <laughs> At least got an insurance policy on it. It's not my homeowner's. <laughs> Not for real. Yeah. It's a 1947 copy. It's original edition of Stick and Rudder by Wolfgang Langwish. I want to try to buy an original now. Nerd alert. Do it up. Let's see if I it's can. <laughs> Stick can, and Rudder, man. See if I can man. have one, too. Oh, look, here on Google on Amazon, it's for $1.37 autograph. Oh, doesn't 1947 on, copy was Lee actually Lee first, first Farm first, agent. First, look at, look first at that print. email. It's like, oh, oh, yeah. Sure, That's an no, extra 100 bucks a month. No sure. problem, Mr. Griffin. Yeah. <laughs> so, but here's the thing, though it's in the on the inside written, given to my dad. Oh, okay. So it's like somebody got it. From, my dad was born in 46. Gotcha. So I don't know when they gave it to him per se but in my mind it's like right then he was a I toddler think when he was born they gave it to him absolutely i think that's the, yeah, yeah it was in his nursery with him is that like is that the griffin uh family bible that book? Ba- basically stick, stick yeah passed down yeah 
Yeah. I should have shown you when you were just over the other day. It was right underneath those uh, logbooks. Was it? Mm-hmm. You're not that good of a friend. That's why I didn't show you. <laughs> I got to see <laughs> the all the classic lo- family logbooks the other day. I was like, oh my gosh. You know, if I was afraid to touch them. You know what? As a owner and designer, the number one escape room in Erie County, I could design like a hidden room for you that you could hide that booklet so someone doesn't break in there and take it. Would it be fireproof? It'd be fireproof. How many guns would it hold? <laughs> Make it as big as you want. My movie theater, you get a. You got to turn a coat hook to unlock the the door. But see, now everybody knows. What the hell? They don't don't know where where I live. Okay. All right. (laughs) Um, Broncourse saying, airbag flights sure are fun and explore going past the limits of an aircraft beyond just a basic spin. Have you guys ever done aerobatic? It's on my to-do list. I never never have. I've never done it, but um, I've been in, in a Stearman that the guy did some stuff. So... Some rolls, some whatever. It was pretty cool. I, uh, I've always wanted an extra three hundred. You know who you need for that kind of stuff in here, Jeremy. Jeremy Colvin, mm-hmm. hey, legend, legend. I'm this, sure. Is this some dude we know, or is this like we know? Person? We know. Okay, he's got his own airstrip. Oh, I always like guys that own their own airstrips. Yeah, he usually, owns his own. They're usually fairly interesting people. Uh, 1944 copy, $46. Okay. But to me, it's... I don't have the memo, though. It's priceless. I you, think it comes you, as an audiobook, too. That's what they said. It's not, not the same. Not the same, guys. I want to read it. I want to read it, because you've talked about I heard, this. I so, heard. Before we even had the show, Lee was It's an amazing book. book. It's an amazing uh, book, everybody. The audio version, Wolfgang himself reads it to you. No, he does not. Yes, he does. What? That would yes. be pretty cool. That is cool. And I don't even know him. Yeah. How do you know that? I don't. Just make it up. Stop <laughs> it. I knew he was wrong. <laughs> Look how excited he was. He was like so excited. Oh, really? Jeez. Yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> Recorded on a record now, album. Absolutely. Yeah, vinyl. Right. Exactly. Why am I the doing your work on here? Getting him all riled on a, up. On a ribbon microphone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, it's oh. on my it's on my to read list. I should I should move it up. My pilot store has them for twenty two ninety five. I always just assumed since you were so into the book and I like fairly decent at writing and marketing, we could we could just redo like a like our generation's version of that book. It'd be more like a leaflet. Or <laughs> or what about an episode of Lee Don't reading reading else. reading a chapter? I would do that for you. Is that legal though? Let's have Scott reading a chapter. Oh, that would, <laughs> that would take 30 hours. <laughs> we got to, I'm in the process. So I got to figure out which reviews, five star reviews we haven't read yet. Look, we can get James Earl. Uh, James Earl Jones. Jones. Yeah. Oh, if you want sleeping material. Oh, Scott that'd be Morris. Amazing. No, James oh. Earl Jones. The voice is of Darth Vader. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, well, Scott would have done some. Yeah. We got to get Scott to do some. We got to find a book. Aviation book in the public domain and have Scott read it, release it as a free audio book. No, not for free. Promotional. I, I think people would pay to hear it. Yeah. Uh, could, yeah, it's torture. Try, like a pay-per-view. Pay, we could get, yeah, maybe pay for an editor. So Because I haven't released an episode in three weeks because I have no time to edit. No, Vader doesn't put me to sleep. I'm just saying Darth Vader. Doesn't James Earl Jones put you to sleep? Nope. Darth Vader doesn't put me to sleep, but James Earl Jones, I think, would. They're actually one and the same. I know they are. That's I said. Then that you're saying ago. that Vader's putting you to sleep. Well, he's 
Do I gotta do everything over here for you? Way when he's Darth Vader. Any of these movies. Stop, Darth Vader. I know who Darth Vader is. But that's James Earl Jones does his voice. Yeah, well, I didn't know that. Isn't he like um? Thought it was like an intern talking into a coffee pot or something that did the voice. Nope. Okay. You could use AI for anyone's voice. I can't. Somebody (laughs) describe this to me. I don't know what this. I don't know. I don't know what they're saying. Nope, exactly. So because you're not here, this is all AI. I'm with Andreas. I've never seen any. You've never movies. seen the movies. I've never seen the movies. Hold on, no, no, no. I've, that's in quotes. I've never seen. The, oh, that's you. Oh, okay. He's talking about you. Yeah, he's seen them. Okay, gotcha. He has to have. I. Please. I have no desire to even watch them though. <laughs> Deep fake. Scott's voice has been recorded <laughs> enough with the podcast. That you could probably train AI on Scott's voice. Scott claims AI took over his pilotground.com account and was pretending to be Dr. Physics. Yes. For, for months. It wanted all the glory for itself. I AI thought, did. I thought Scott was just being a, a jackass. Well, he probably was. He claims he claims AI had hacked his account and was running stuff on his account as AI under the name Dr. Physics. I don't know. I, I heard the Russians were targeting pilot ground. Like yeah. that was. <laughs> they're like, you know them. what? We're done with the election. Now it's pilot grounds are next. Yep. <laughs> That's. Seems, I mean, seems uh, I see reasonable. the servers. It's rough. You know, a lot of Slavic alphabet coming through on those requests. Seriously? Da- Danovich. Yeah. Oh, we got. Motorcycle. We got an insider. <laughs> yeah. We got an insider. <laughs> okay. Um, anything aviation, I guess, maybe at all. So hard to keep up on pilot with all the nonstop traffic. Pilot ground's been sleepy. You want to get, yeah, I've been redoing it. I deleted yeah. like half of the spaces and. Simplifying. Trying to simplify it. I got to go through from like someone who's never signed up to like, they come to the site and do that workflow. It's all screwed up. I haven't touched it since like 2022 when we launched it. My problem is, is I'm not a social media person. Yeah, it's, it's, not, like I'm not, it's not like social media. Well, it's you like, know, it's something that attaches me to a cell phone, which I don't like. Oh. You, just, you know what I mean? Just download the Circle app and... And get glued to a different screen. Yeah. So that would be... Yeah, well... Yeah. You know? You just, it's messaging with friends on PilotCon. And I get that. And I want to be helpful to people. You know, we had people in here like, I'm going to take my check ride and whatever. And like, I want to be a part of that. And I want to, you know, if it helps and whatever and and tell me how the check ride goes, like I am invested in that. But you yeah, guys just, have a legit question. What's up? Who said what? I can't find you. Actual oh. question from Andreas. Um, you got, you guys. Oh, I've not had a chance to fly in Southern Florida working on it. Weather-wise, it's pretty different. Top suggestions. Like the Florida compared to the Northeast? I don't know where Andreas... I've, he said earlier... Miami. He, well, he moved, to well, Miami he moved there, where? but he said from Chirac, which I assume was Chicago. Oh, yeah. Chirac. <laughs> you gotta wear a Kevlar Scott, when you go to the store. Scott Boris was just there. He survived. he survived. He survived. He survived. Yeah. He did not... I was talking to him about it yesterday. He was not... Not pleased. Not pleased with Chirac. Yeah. Um, summer um, thunderstorms. There's summer thunderstorms. Probably going to be one in, during the day. I don't even know if I would say summer. I would just say afternoon thunderstorms. Almost period. Yeah. No, winters are... Less. Well, I mean, pretty, but three quarters of the year is thunderstorms in the afternoon. Okay. What would you say? I'm just thinking Southeast Florida. Okay. That's 
the only area I'm super familiar with and the that's, weather. That's, you, pr- you probably but experienced I, well, He's talking about Miami, length. so that's fine. Yeah. You probably experienced the whole length of Florida. Yes. Where I don't experience the full length. I know, but so you would not say so. I just know the tip. Just the tip? Yes. <laughs> so when? how would you say the, the weather pattern is then? Um, month to in month. In the wintertime, it's pretty, it's windy and not much weather. But what about windy spring, and fall, and summer? Thunderstorms, yeah. That's almost, what I'm saying. Almost okay. daily. Three quarters of the year <laughs> yeah. is thunderstorms in the afternoon yeah. in southeast South Florida. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, winter is good. Yeah. Tons of flight training, be on flight Tons following. Tons of flight training. Be on flight following unless you're staying in the pattern, for sure. Do um, do not, yeah, be very careful. Be very vigilant flying around. There yes. is an idiot around every corner in the sky. Yes. In, in, in Florida. There's a lot of language barriers. Yes. Um, ATC not being sure of what a student is requesting. ATC being so busy, they cannot give you flight following or they're not giving you the same capability of flight following that you're used to maybe up in the, you know, the North, Northeast, uh, Midwest. Um, yeah, you're, yeah, weather, weather for sure, which of course you'll look at before you take off. But once you get in flight, traffic I think is going to be your biggest consideration. Yeah. Yeah, watch out for weather. Everybody's going north-south. Yeah. Everybody's going north south. Unless you're running over the Bahamas. There's some Bahama guides. Take a um in Miami too, there's instructors in that lot in the southeast coast of Florida there that just they'll do Bahamas checkouts. They'll just the lesson will just be showing you how to safely go over to the Bahamas, go through customs and all that. Um that's in my opinion, some of the coolest flying you can do out of southeast Florida is leave Florida and go to someplace that looks beautiful. From the air. Take your milk jugs. Take your milk jugs. Preferably Coast Guard approved life jackets. Now that Scott's here, we can say that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 U.S. Coast Guard approved life I've jackets. Been, I've been raft. researching. I know. You I've have. been researching life jackets, life rafts. How is the life raft, life raft research, research going? I mean, it's going well. I mean, my pilot store is where I've seen a lot of the, I'm doing a very generic search, but, you know, they're, they're, they're not, I would not say call them affordable. No. In the grand scheme of things, you know, you're several talking thousand dollars for several thousand dollars. Yeah. yeah. They probably have life expectancy on them, don't they? What do you mean? Like they're only good for so many years. Yeah. And then they need to be recertified yeah, yeah. Or, or tested. And I haven't bought one to like get all the literature. You know, I'm not even close to buying one. But like I know ours, like commercially, like they have a TSO, which just stands for Technical Service Order. They're all approved by the FAA. They have intervals, inspection intervals, and replacement intervals, and whatever. I haven't gotten that far. Um, but they're like two to three thousand dollars, and you can go as in depth as you want. You know, but for a Cirrus, for example, you get a four place. You got um, seems to have all the bells and whistles, all the ballast things, you know, to make it stable in the ocean or, and I treat Lake Erie almost from a, and we've talked about this before, just from the chop and all the stuff, almost ocean like in terms of what it can turn up to quickly. Yeah. Um, the one that I'm kind of looking at and I'm looking at it primarily for price. It's four person. 
it's like 2500 bucks. My I think it's my pilot stores where I'm looking at it. Haven't pulled the trigger. But um and then life jackets. A big fan of the Mustang Survival. You basically you wear them all the time and then they're just like ready you're on and just pull the thing. So inflatable we, life jackets. Inflatable life so jackets, we, yeah. Well, the Mustangs? Mm-hmm. No, they're not inflatable. I mean, so there are me, definitely Mustang that are inflatable. Okay, and I take it back. There might be some that are inflatable. There are hundred percent are. No. Yeah. Huh. I'm, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent of them are. Oh yeah. Oh okay. I was gonna say because we are, used some to, of them are Mustangs. We yeah. used to use Mustang suits on the fire department all yeah. the time, mm-hmm. and they weren't inflatable, but you could. This is how you prevent fights on the show. You could. <laughs> you could. Um, they were nice. Like I said, you would just wear those, and yeah. It's a what. It's a like a survival suit that you float in. It also keeps you warm. Okay. Yeah. Gumby suits they call them in the yachting. Or gu- well, yeah. They so Gumby suits were the like the original ones. Gumby suits were a little bit different. They were. Um, well, they still have them these days. I did well, a, they they still have them, I but did they a were. Of course, they're all in the pool in Fort Lauderdale. They were mostly they were like Gumby, where the Mustang is more workable. Like you could walk around in a Mustang suit and do other stuff. Okay. Where the original Gumby suits, which we used to have those too prior to that, you look like Gumby the character, oh, yeah. and it was hard to do anything with in those in those things. But I'd yeah, jump off a high diving board yep. into a pool, and all you do is just you just land in the water, and your arms are just like out and you're just kind of like but if you're using those floating if you're using those during like uh winter or during the summertime then actually actually you can float other people with you with the mustang you know what i'm saying so it'll it'll hold you up and the mustang suit will also hold you and someone else yeah i can't like wear a suit like I need a like a ready. I get in the water. I don't want it to automatically inflate. That's like something I don't want. Well, what I'm trying to tell you is there are Mustang suits that you don't need to inflate where you already you'll be floatable in those. But I gotta have it on. Yeah. Well, I gotta go from three thousand feet <laughs> and I'm descending to eight hundred feet a minute and I gotta get this thing on. No, you just wear it. I'm not sure. <laughs> and this is just hoping you get out of the airplane. Right. Yeah. Well, that's open. Thing. Open. Unlock your doors. Open doors. That's why you fly Cessnas. They got two doors. <laughs> smaller doors that are hard to get out of in my opinion <laughs> I just want a get. let me get in the water and then I'll just pull the thing and inflate the vest gotcha I don't have any fitment issues I have no automatic inflate I'm completely in control and you Handles just do right summer there. flights to the cottage yeah so now the water is cold on Memorial Day typically when we open we go get in the water at the beach so why won't I just ditch in the water that doesn't yes temperature wise no problem we might go hyperthermic and die after a little bit <laughs> yeah but at least we'll survive the initial five to ten minutes hopefully so yeah, till somebody come get you yeah I, that's you why, gar- the you raft, mini that's too. why i want the raft that's why i want the raft okay it's like get, 18 pounds you get out of the water cheap insurance policy you're still wet and cold but you're still wet and you're cold. doing better than in the water yes by yeah. a lot by a lot Yep. I think that probably buys us probably 50% more time, I would think at least. So I, I, this year, I at least want to do uh, life jackets, life preservers. Um, but I think I'm actually going to lean towards the airline style in the pouch. Okay. Tyler just says, just don't fly shitty planes. <laughs> that sounds easy. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds easy. But we're not talking, we're only going 20 miles, and the 
period of time. Yes, we could totally do that. We could totally do what you're saying. Yeah, but the route you take, I mean, you I've seen you. You fly, and it's a great route. You take Peely. I'm going back to Portland. You're taking Peely over Middle Island, over Kelly's, over... Uh, that was the last time because the weather again altitude the whole time too. You like to get. Some I mean, you're within you're within you're within, glide, you're within sure. gliding distance of everything. But when you're doing it with your family on board, it doesn't feel like it. I remember those days. I remember those days. But when I got my kids in the back, they can't swim what, worth the shit. What are you at? Twenty five hundred feet. AGL. Okay. I like three thousand to thirty five hundred. MSL. So do you think you could glide within light in distance of everything you're at? Nope. And I'm why am I going to take that chance? 3,500, I feel pretty okay. But when I got a 30-knot headwind like I did the other day, I went up to Peely at 152 knots ground speed. So if I turn that around, I'm doing like 70 knots ground speed coming back, which I had to do because I double-tripped it because I was taking my in-laws. When you're doing that and you're just like watching the same thing for minutes at a time, it's like I can't glide you to shit. So turn around, know where you're at. Turn around, and now you get that 152. Oh, believe me, I know, I get that. But how much did I lose in that turn, which I've baked into the cake when I picked the altitude I was flying at to begin with? So if I went at 3,500 feet, so I normally go two peely at 3,000. I normally go back at 3,500, and that extra 500 I've lost doing that turn. Gotcha. It's, it's not enough. And what do I do? It gets me to shore. I'm still landing in the water. I still got to figure out. So if you get you to shore and you land in the water, you're going to take your little life jacket or life raft out. You're going to open it to get that two feet to shore. Well, if you're that two close. Feet to shore, two, yeah. It, it just depends. Life raft, not a big, not a huge concern. Life jackets. I think life, life jackets. jackets are a huge concern. Yeah. I'm hoping that my wife can get hers on, get my kids on in that period of time. So if I'm at 3,000 so, feet and I descended about 800 feet per minute power off at idle at best glide speed, what's that give me? So my suggestion to you then would be this. Practice that drill with your family that they have to put that on. Yeah, except you rip it and then you got to inspect it. Well, true, but I mean, I'm sure you could find one that's, you know what I'm saying? You could find... Yeah, no, I could find something that will be a placeholder. There'd be a placeholder just, just to get through that so they get that get muscle, it? like flying, get that muscle memory, like, okay, this is what's going to happen. How old's your son? Have you forgotten how hard kids are at five and three? He's like 30. Hell, he knows. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can no, you imagine yeah. going through this drill like... No. Yeah, but go... Listen. Where's my happy meal? No. Wait a minute. Would you rather go through that drill now? Or when it's but an emergency. Am I get through the drill? I have to hope that my wife can just get it on them. Like there's just no. But okay, no have her do the drill. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I mean, just yeah. asking. Yeah, yeah. She's gonna be in control. She's gonna manhandle them. It's not about fun. She's gonna be rough. She's gonna get the life jacket on them, get them safe, and push them out. Pull the thing. Well, actually, those ones automatically inflate, so that's fine. Gotcha. But get them out before it inflates, so they don't have any rips or anything like that, or minimal rips, hopefully. It sucks to think about. It sucks to think about. No, I got a buddy who just bought a brand new overpriced boat. We're going to go run it out to a Walker's K at some point this fall. The Allen family's building it out in the Bahamas. We're going to go check it out, get some fuel, and go fishing. I want an InReach Mini, the InReach Mini 2, just on my person, just because 
36 foot Jupiter center console crossing over the Bahamas. It's like it's a brand new boat, triple engines. I'm sure everything will be fine, but it's like, I just feel way better with that clip to me. I'm hugely in fan of those. Even though it's overkill. It's not going to help my situation, that situation, any type of remotely remote operations, just peace of mind. Yeah. And now, can you text with that one? Yeah. Yeah. See, I'd hands down but do the boat. Yeah, the, the boat's loaded up with the garments and everything and EPIRBs and everything you can imagine, but it's like, what if I go overboard? It's like, I'm not even wearing a life jacket or anything, but I mean, I can tread water, hit that thing, because people underestimate, if you go overboard offshore, people underestimate how difficult it is to actually find that person. Oh, like, yeah. If you're running. Like, oh, we'll just stop and turn around and get the person. It's like, maybe if you didn't hit that man overboard on the GPS, like immediately when it happened, if you didn't throw off a bunch of float flotation devices and cushions and anything that could float to try to make a trail in that area, it's extraordinarily difficult to actually track back and get somebody that fell off when you're running out yeah. offshore and so like in we, waves. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cause you have like topography yep. that you have to see this constantly throwing off what you're searching for. Yeah. It's not, a, that's a good a, point. It's not just a, a guaranteed oh we just throw the go to idle turn around and you know go pick the person up it's like hopefully you can do that but chances are you may not be able to yeah well we flew to alaska and cherokee 180 from lorraine we took uh we took a bunch of survival stuff but we also rented like a, a jeep i don't know it was like a satellite communicator or something like that that you could rent per week or whatever that would give your location if something went wrong. So we had that. I think we had a... When was that? Like 2015? InReach or Spot or are the two companies 20, that 20, yeah. that. Yeah, it was, I think it was InReach. The Garmin. The yeah. InReach Garmin, is a Garmin. Garmin. Yeah. And right. then there's Iridium, Spot maybe. Or maybe it was Spot. It won, both of those sound familiar. Maybe yeah, I looked them both, both up. Both yeah, so we rented that for like the two the, for two weeks or whatever. So that was in 2016? Yeah, 2016. Okay. Yeah, so... All right. Yeah, between 406 megahertz ELTs and then, you know, having an additional, and honestly, let's face it, a garment in reach or something like on the maybe non-FAA certified side might give you better returns than just the 406 megahertz ELT might. You know, it's got to work all the time, but is it the most precise thing? I don't know. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a... I'm a big fan in that. That's not going to help me a whole lot for like the route that I'm doing. You know, I just have to hope for, you know, landing close to a boat yep. and all that type of stuff. But you, but you can fly on windy days and if it's slop out, there's not many boats out there. And like that's something I think about that's yeah. the raft, the cold yeah. or, or the cold or well, yeah. yeah the world that's, day that's weekends blowing out. The boats aren't going out. That exactly. Weekend. Yeah. Half of them aren't even in yep. yet. Yeah. So, or more. So, yeah, and, and but I mean that's that's a big expense. How do you put a price on? But you do. Where you have no life jackets now. Yeah, been doing it for two years like this. You know, we're doing you know six to eight trips a summer. Kids can't really swim. They've done swim classes, but can't they can't really swim? <laughs> Completely different in the lake. Completely different in the lake. Yeah, with conditions and whatever, and it's, yep. that's why thirty five hundred feet. Bring yeah. him, bring him out here. So that's that's. I mean, that's the first thing you get going for. You get that altitude. I mean, think about people that fly over less than that. 
I know. I do think about that. I think about all the times, the countless times that I flew at 1,500 feet AGL and you're like borderline. And like now it's like 3,500 AGL feels low. You know, when you got your family on board. I mean, it's just game changing. People underestimate the Great Lakes. I remember Tyler's in the chat here. He's in studio here. I remember him mentioning like, I didn't expect this. It's just, you don't see anything out the lake here. It's like as open as an ocean is. It is, yeah. yeah. I mean, and it functions like that too. Yep. Yeah, totally. All right. Are we are we answered all the chat things. I'm ready to. I'm sure not, but happily cross over into controlled airspace with flight following, not only for somewhere to land, but added comms. Cold water terrifies me. Yeah, cold water is not very unforgiving. Well, didn't we, I mean, like, it was a long time ago. We kind of brought up a chart that showed, like, by temperature. Scott pulled it up. We were kind of arguing about hypothermia. There's something about that, yeah. We how long about you, yeah, how long you minutes. have. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of surprising. Even if you have seven-degree water, there is still, you at some point, you will still become hypothermic. Oh, yeah. You know? It's fantastic. You're trying to do that in South Florida in the summertime. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know. It's but like, how long do I have to lay in here until I'm not sweating? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. All right. This chat's kind of quieting down, down to 20 viewers. I feel like this is a, a decent stopping point. Sure, um, sure. Thank you, everybody, for being in the chat. Yeah, thanks, thank guys. You, Mr. Jeff Denovich, Lake Around Flight Legend. Thank thanks you, Hallie, for, for filling in. No problem. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Fourth fourth chair. That's what they call it in the business. Like third <laughs> chair, there's fourth chair. You know? It's uh Yeah. That's if there's all we more got. questions, yeah, feel free to email me or whatever on pilot ground. Yeah. We're uh we'll just yeah, wrap this up. Or Jeff's Jeff. kinda quiet. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. All right. Later. See, See you guys. Now's the now's the time I gotta try to figure out how to stop this. Right there. You got it. There we go. So I guess stand corrected here. Um, I got we. I forgot we had the Gumby. We had survival suits and we had the Mustangs. So the Mustangs we would wear on the fireboat in the summertime with life jackets. But in the wintertime we had a survival suit that we wore that was completely different. It's like a step up from the Gumby suit. So yeah, the Mustang suits. I do stand corrected so on it's that. Not the a ones suit. Who, no, it, it's a suit, but it's a survival yeah. suit for cold Mustang water. Mustang makes a bunch of products, right? Okay. We had a Mustang suit that we still had to wear a life jacket on. Yeah, yeah, totally. yeah. So, yeah, and yeah. they they do make the other ones. I was thinking, it's like, wait a minute, no, I forgot. We're we probably, had the yellow there's ones. Probably nothing that we're talking about here that yeah. is like the same thing. Yeah. The Mustang, I mean, it's just a very slim line. You wear it full time, and it inflates. No, the they they and they do make those for around for dock workers, people that work around docks yes. that they don't want to wear the bulky. That's what I'm talking. Yeah. About. No, they, you're want. right. You're absolutely right with that. That's but we also we also had Mustang suits that we wore that were sure. yeah, cold yeah. weather. Totally. But oh, so yeah, you can move around on the fireboat. Cold weather. Yeah. You getting a beer? <laughs> oh. 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 Okay. Man. She's like, I'm not an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah, we go a while when uh, we do these. Nobody's in live chat yet, though, so we have nothing. What's everybody drinking? I got White Claw. We've got children in the background. We've got it all. We've got Mr. Denovich here. 
and we have my sister Hallie for the frame first. Scott isn't here, and she was upstairs. <laughs> so new Scott. That's the qualifications to get on the show. The new Scott. Yes. Just knock on the door, and you can be on this show next time. <laughs> I believe you said no qualifications. I believe you said. I just drink and ask Lee frustrating questions. I said, basically, yeah, that's Scott's You're job. You're hired. You're hired. That'll, yeah, I'm in. that'll You've do it. You've ridden on airplanes a lot. I You've have, ridden yeah. on airplanes a lot. Yeah. Yep. Qualified to be here. Yep. Perfectly qualified. Had the mask come down one time. Yeah. Because of a pin we were it's discussing more than, earlier. More than a lot of people have yeah. seen. Yeah. You've been through some shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty um, scary situations. Very. Yeah. It can be traumatizing. It Absolutely. Is. But when you have a bar on board, it's okay. Yeah. It's only traumatizing if you haven't drank enough yet. Mm-hmm. So the, the pilots, I watched a video today because I've been watching a bunch of powered parachute videos. It was a debate. He made the argument that like the FA might not be that upset if you're drunk flying as long as you're not a certificate of pilot and you are in an ultralight vehicle was the, was the argument. He wasn't recommending it. But he's saying that basically 103 is the entire rules. And technically there's nothing in there about drinking. Yeah, but I think the state or the I think the state could get you local. Oh yeah. Maybe. That's yeah. why they've turned into an OVI. Probably. Operating a vehicle. Yeah. Lawnmowers, right? Riding bikes. Don't people get I mean, it's all that stuff. Amish. Unicycle. Yeah. Yeah. One wheel. One I feel like that should be an exception. If, you, if you're if you good enough that, to yeah. be on a unicycle, drunk, yeah. all right, you, you are, can own the town tonight, man. Yeah, you know? that's that's what I feel like. If you can if you can be on a unicycle, let them let them have their fun. The one person in the room who can do it. Yeah, Bobby's drive to school. <laughs> yeah, can you? Well, I don't know. I it wouldn't surprise me if you could. Uh, can you? No, no. I mean, you have a sidecar on your motorcycle. You just seem like the kind of guy that might have unicycle <laughs> okay. skills up your sleeve. It is true. Tyler Bronkhorst says Lee is alive. I don't know what. Here I am. Yes. Um, could be yeah. AI. <laughs> what? It could be AI. Maybe you're not here. Yeah. Maybe I'm not. It's wow. getting pretty advanced. Yeah. The AI. We are. We're teeing up. We're waiting for some more people to roll in here. Um, we do an episode on like getting a student from zero to solo, which I've been somewhat contemplating down in Florida offering flight instruction. Um, so re- yeah, reach out if, if you have a plane and you want flight instruction in South Florida. I'm considering the possibility of maybe taking on a handful of students on the side. I think a great, I think what would be really good is if the far aim paid for your sister to go from zero to private pilot. That would be a very, with our, with our profit margin at the moment, that'd be a very slow Endeavor. Just an you, idea. I'm in. You could get like maybe 20 minutes a month maybe with our margin if somebody Not helped us, gave us a deal on a plane like Scott. Right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> that would be interesting though. You, I was going to teach you at one point. You were. You did one lesson, I think. Yes. And then I made you read a book and you yeah. got upset and you complained to Lee, I think. Well, now she disqualified. She's huh? got at least an hour. Well, I, I do. We, I logged one session in my logbook. Did we still, actually? Where is that logbook? Did we actually it's go in fly? My parents house. You have it still. I don't think we got off the ground. If we, if we were in the airplane, we would have gotten off the ground. Okay, we did then. 
Okay, I don't. I didn't. Re- I forgot about that then. Wait, no, no, no. We didn't. We, <laughs> we made it to the living room. You had a board, a dry erase board, <laughs> and you started right. doing stuff. And then you said, "Let's move to the airport," and I kind of said, "No." Okay, that sounds. That's ringing a bell now. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, it's tough to teach the people closest to you. That's I mean, a ringing. So hard. If if that's not a ringing endorsement for my potential CFI <laughs> skills, if you're down in South Florida uh, looking for lessons, I don't know what is. So here was. Here I'm was sure my... you're a great teacher, but yeah. you cannot teach sisters, family members. Absolutely. You just can't do that. So oh, yeah. my <laughs> first lesson was like, go in, introduce myself, meet Lee, and Lee's like, all right, let's go flying. Like there was no dry erase board. It was like, let's just get in a plane and let's do it. I think the weather was not like conducive. Like we started in the winter. So I'm like, well, if we want to get started, it's going to be ground because you can't take off out of 8-8 Delta this time of year. And I think that's one of the hardest things is like as an instructor, you recognize all of the groundwork that needs to be done. But from the student standpoint, you're like, I don't want to pay for that. I want to do the fun stuff. And that's all I want to do. Yeah. So I, well, I mean, she wasn't paying though. So well, I get that. But from a, if you want to go yeah, yeah, instruct, yeah. Yep. like that's one of the biggest things you need to like that it took me forever to learn is still learning. Like it's a sales position. You oh yeah. I'm coming back. It would That's have been way more mission. interesting if we were in an airplane. I'm sure. But see the people closest to you though, it is such a, I think about when I go to teach my kids, they are going to hate every second of it. And I will probably turn them off to flying altogether mm-hmm. because, because you're, you're you going to want to be better than I am yep. better yep. than anybody else. And that all starts with groundwork. Drawn on a dry race board, get the fundamentals, the concepts and all the physics and all of the, you know, 30 years that I'll have by then of flying. I want to get in their head, which is not possible. Yeah. Think of everything you had to do to learn all that. I know, but I want them to do it. You can't do it right now. You can't do that. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. But think of the content that's out there now that you guys didn't have. I didn't have when we were starting out, you know, you have the YouTube videos and I mean, making the content. I yeah. know we I know we are now the content, <laughs> but there was no content out yeah. there. There was like just the books to read, stuff like that. There, you know, maybe sporties videos. But now now the thing as an instructor, you gotta make sure you go through that stuff to make sure they're not getting bad advice from someone that's on there telling them how to do something. Yeah, put the parental controls on. Exactly. You know, so they don't yeah. So, but right. there is more content out there for them to do all that stuff. The dry erase boards are already on a video somewhere where someone was already doing it, you know. Well, and I think that's I mean, in general, I think that knowledge that, that that's coming at them from all angles, if they have a question and it's after hours, they're not texting you anymore. Maybe they are if they're still not getting it, but they can go to YouTube and find all the answers they oh, yeah, want. Exactly. And and then you just kind of have to maybe refine it and make it applicable to your airplane or your airspace or whatever it is. But I think by and large, it's probably an advantage to us as I, I think so. I think a lot of stuff, they come back and you're like, I, I didn't even, you know, there's some stuff they're like, they're saying, you're like, well, I never thought that way. Or so you're also getting, you're also becoming the student also by, you know, they're talking to you. So. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. It elevates everybody. All of that knowledge that's, that they can go find and then bring back to the group, the flight school, that, that individual instructor, I think is all, is all good. Absolutely. So. Oh, Andreas is in the chat. Hey, y'all, been a while. Yeah. I like how we, we're on Rumble and he switched to, he took his old handle from Rumble or from Twitch, which is Twitch Sucks, and brought it here. Good to see you. Aviation Mike, hello. Hey, Mike. What's everybody drinking? I got a White Claw going, inspired. 
I got a course. That's what my sister was drinking. Some ranch water over Probably here. the okay. first ranch water on the show, I think. I think so. I think. I yes. just got playing Coke. Yeah. <laughs> Coke. Coke. We okay. call that a virgin Captain and Coke. Um, M. Carey. Guinness. What's Genesee. it? Genesee. Oh. Yeah, Kolsch. I love Kolsch's. Really? One of my favorite beers. Absolutely. Oh, Haven't had that one. Never heard of it, but Bitburger. Bitburger. I don't, I don't know what that is. Oh, I've had that. What is that? It's... um. I don't know. I, what is that, Mike? Eamon and I crashed this bar down in Florida, and they had it, and I just ordered it because Burger was in the name. <laughs> and it was good. Great. Yeah. It's the bit. We should probably fi- try to find it. Pilsnerish. Yeah, Tyler Brunkhorst okay. is saying it's kind okay. of Pilsnerish. It's a German lager. Okay. Yeah. So look, yeah. we got Kolsch's, Pilsnerish, German lager. We're all kind of in the same. It's all Germany. It's yeah. All Germany type stuff. And we got, we got White Claws. What are you drinking? What's Andreas drinking? I don't know. We still got... No, we drank all of Andreas's rum. I think we got some Peerless in there still mm-hmm. from Andreas mm-hmm. in the in the fridge behind me. We'll get, we'll get to it. All right. I think we can kick it off. Uh, the German Bud Light. It's the German Bud Light. As long as it's not the American Bud Light, <laughs> that's all that matters. Okay. Before we go down that rabbit hole, let's, yeah, let's just kick off the episode. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. Um, Yes, Andrus. Yes. Very good question. Good thing. Yeah, we're on Rumble, so you can't really do anything to get kicked off of Rumble, which is good. That's why we're on here. Um, Trying to think of how to kick this episode off. Three, two, one. We got to kick it off like that, obviously. Like like that, yeah. We haven't haven't started. (laughs) This is kind of the... That's all my content. I have nothing left. (laughs) (laughs) Did it all already. All right. 